Hello, and welcome to Numbers Go Up, Fanbyte's podcast about all things live games. I'm Merritt Kay, features and trending editor at fanbyte.com. Uh, Steven Strom is off this week, but joining me is, uh, is uh, well, we have a, a special guest, but I guess we'll, uh, we'll get to him. Uh, Colin is here. Hello, Colin. Hello. Hello. Uh, guiding Light. Yes. Yeah. As around, we, around the office is what we call him. Uh, and uh, yeah, also joining us, a friend of the show, return guest, uh, writer at Forbes. You might know about it. It's a little website. Um, they cover video games sometimes. Uh, Paul Tassi. Hey, good to be back. Hi. Yeah, good to have you back. And wow, what a what a week to have you back. I mean, <laughs> I feel like, you know, we, we can't do this podcast without at least acknowledging everything that's happening right now. Uh, yep. You know, um, COVID-19 still still a thing. Um and then obviously in the wake of uh, several police uh, murders of, uh, of primarily black men, uh, uh, massive protests have erupted around the country and internationally uh, in major cities and elsewhere. And so this week saw a lot of game companies trying to address that to varying degrees of success. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, some handled it relatively well, and I, I think to Bungie's credit, I would put them uh, in that group. Some, not so much, and we don't really have to talk about that, but it is sort of impossible to talk about what's going on this week in live games without discussing that at least a little bit, because between that and COVID, pretty much everything is delayed. Yes. Uh, pretty much everything is delayed because I think a lot of people, a lot of companies have been like, okay, well, maybe now Rightfully, is not the time. Yeah. Now is not the time to release yeah. our, uh, our game of shooting people. Uh, we'll wait a week <laughs> to do that. <laughs> everything will be solved uh, in a week or two. It's fine. Everything <laughs> will be fine. great yeah. in a week or I really, two. I really appreciate the optimism of all the companies that are delaying it just by like a week. They're like, oh, no, this will be fine. It'll just give it a week. It'll be OK, guys. Right, right. Like, obviously, the hope there is that, oh, this won't be so visible anymore. It won't be such bad optics to like release something then. Um, but didn't... Uh, didn't Rockstar say they were like turning off GT Online for, for, like, for two hours? Such a noble two effort. <laughs> no donation, I don't think. They're just shutting the games off because oh my you know, God. solidarity. People or, are just going to think it's like server issues. Yeah. If it were like a day, then maybe. Yeah. But like, what is that? Like, that's not, is that like a weird blackout thing? Or it's like a. <laughs> causing problems for people so that like the only thing I could compare that to is like protesting by, you know, blocking off roads or things like that. But those are done by people, not by like a company saying like, Oh, by the way, uh, we're closing off the road uh, to like, you know, show some kind of respect or action. Yeah. It's very it weird. It's like kind of a, like a one up move. Like, Oh, you made a statement. We're shutting our game off. Like we we're, right. we're more serious, but I, we're turning like, the game off for two hours. Yeah. The ones that have been the most well received have been the ones that like, and it's not like Rockstar is like ahead of the pack here, taking like the first, like they're throwing the water here. There, there's been quite a few like Square and Nintendo, uh, uh, 2K is don they're all donating hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to Black Lives Matters. And Rockstar looked at all this, looked at their history with, with racism, <laughs> and they're like, you know what? 
Two hours is enough. We'll just shut the servers off. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> so like, oh, how much? How are. much income are we foregoing if we turn them off for yeah. two hours? It's like know? we're donating I, if we're not making money, <laughs> right? <That's- laughs> right. Yeah. The, the net effect to us is the same. <laughs> I will say, and this is not to say that their statement was particularly good or that I care or whatever, but I was surprised that Nintendo said something because I feel like. Mm-hmm. Their deal and a lot of Japanese companies' deal is like they don't really want to publicly get involved in um, in like American politics, mm-hmm. right? But, but uh, they now, did. now they don't say something, it's at a point where that's right. Weird, I think the, so. <laughs> right, we've crossed into a space where I think companies, even ones who, you know individually their leadership like may not care about this stuff i i think the optics of it are such that like it's a like a safe move at this point and b if you don't do it then it's like then that's almost like riskier than than making a political statement that might alienate your terrible fans and they had one of the better ones uh to come out which was even more surprising like i didn't honestly expect much from nintendo uh, when it comes to a statement, I felt anything. Uh, but they had one of the better ones when compared to some of the other companies that just kind of like handheld this whole situation and kind of moved it along. Huh. Wasn't the issue that it was like Nintendo of America, though, and like like Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo yes. hasn't yeah. said anything yet? Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that kind of. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's not a lot of news this week in no. terms of live games. Which is uh, the, weird, but sorry, go ahead, Colin. I was just going to say the only like weak update of, at all in terms of like content is Borderlands. And again, because of the the protests, uh, the takedown of Guardian Breach, which is like an end game activity they've had planned coming out uh, that got uh, delayed and they donated a million dollars. Uh, Warzone also the season four got delayed, but we knew that already. But that's that's it. Nothing. Literally nothing has changed Wait. except. There have been four seasons of Warzone? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. How long are they? Like a month? Uh, when like did this months. come out? They're, they're not like the Fortnite yeah, ones, which two. seem to go on for a year. These are like two and a half months, well, maybe. Well, Fortnite delayed at season two, so. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as far as we know, Destiny 2 Season 11 not delayed. That, that is, is what I'm hearing, to... and I don't expect it to be. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe it? I, I, I don't think it will be. I from what i'm hearing part of it is like it's not like they're making a statement by not delaying it it's it's a lot of technical stuff where like yeah. destiny coding is so like kind of screwed up like you can't like half launch a season yeah. and like they kind of just have to put the gas down and just go for it and you know i mean mm-hmm. i mean they they've again made very public statements about you know the movement and everything it's just i don't think they can stop the train now essentially <laughs> right yeah i mean yeah every time i get some insight into how destiny coding works it seems like a fucking nightmare like yes. you're just building on top of this increasingly precarious tower and whenever you want to change something you have to like go all the way down and like pull a brick out and if you do it wrong the whole thing falls apart uh it seems bad <laughs> like it seems like the architecture there is uh is rough and well, now if they're that moving into live events, too, that adds an even greater level of <laughs> complexity or, or yeah, live event adjacent yeah. things. Right. Um, so, believe it or not, the next season of Destiny 2 is supposed to launch next week. And we know basically nothing 
about this it. This is the first, right? Because they've they've normally at least a week out given us something. Yeah, uh, and and this is not yeah. this is not like a protesting necessarily. Like, I think this was their plan. No, no. This is just what they, they yeah. wanted yeah. to do a black box season launch essentially. Which well, I guess I'm for. I mean, at this point, I mean, what, a lot not of the complaints. Buy it, I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> you know, I've already paid for it, I think. Yeah. Um, is this the last one that we're getting yes. for the yes. Uh, yes. season pass? Yeah. So uh, so I've already paid for this one. So I am getting this one. But it is odd to me that they're going into this season with just nothing at a time when I feel like, you know, it's kind of a meme in Destiny that like the community is always upset but i feel like morale among destiny 2 players is lower than it's been since like d1 like i don't know what's your sense of the situation like just to me as someone who hasn't played in like three weeks i i just i am like wow the next season will have to be pretty great (laughs) to pull me back i would say around there i still think i think the lowest points at least in like the Destiny 1, it's like the years of just nothing. Like, we had two years of essentially nothing but fall expansions and, like, Sparrow Racing. But after that, I'd say the worst time was maybe just the gap between Curse of Osiris and Warmind, because that was also just, like, literal dead time. There was, I mean, Curse of Osiris you could beat in a day. That's back before Destiny was really, like, a live, a true live service game. And there was just nothing to do. But if we were ranking all the season seasons, I think this is at the bottom, probably even lower than Season of the Drifter, because that at least got zero hour at the end, which is awesome. And this this season had nothing like that. So it's it's definitely down there. I I would say this one's probably I mean, when you have streamers like Glad and Professor Broman and just other ones, just kind of games where they've built their communities and their careers for a large part off of Destiny, stepping away from the game, something's like happening. Like it takes a lot, I feel like, to make someone like Glad step away from Destiny when he's just into all the really obtuse styles of, of playing this game. I, I wouldn't I would agree with Paul that I don't think it's the worst dead zone ever but it's of since they've really released the seasonal model i would say it's the worst one yet it's yeah it's um it's been really bad especially because and we've talked about this uh in the past on this show but especially because it felt so similar to the last season in terms of the structure and it sort of to me uh, made me feel like oh this is just what destiny is now there's a season where we have to level up a bunker or a tower or like a hole in the ground or something. And then (laughs) at the end we have to, at the end we have to dig just like a really big hole at the end. And then it doesn't matter because the hole was always going to get dug anyway. Like if it doesn't, they uh, nerf the hole and then. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're like, Oh, sorry. No, like you, you you don't have to dig quite that far down Uh, or your shovels go twice as fast now. Like, it just felt so demoralizing to be, to realize like, oh, this game that I really uh, fell in love with over the course of like a year has just been give. I've been playing it in spite of it, not because of it for like the last little while, because like I was playing it to uh, spend time with my clan and to like hang out with people and be social and just sort of doing casual raids and things. But even that after a while is like, okay, well, you can only do last wish so many times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think <laughs> uh, a lot of it comes from 
not even just the the lackluster seasonal activity. I think there's just not a lot of end game stuff to do. And again, we don't know uh, how how much Activision kind of influenced Bungie's uh, ability to do end game content. I imagine it was a good amount, and I, I know they're they're doing probably as much as they can. But it's just it's rough as like someone who really plays a lot of PVE end game. There's yeah. just nothing to do, and there's no reason to run the raids outside of just your general enjoyment, which we've also talked about. That there's just right. I want I want I like I want them. I'm I'm just so easy to please with this game. And it just <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, there's just not a lot for me to do anymore. Uh, and even like the seasonal event, like, was just so goddamn boring. It was. Yeah, that, I, I well, that's when I stopped. That's what got me to. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing this. I, think I don't the first need exotic this gun. I never bothered. I I don't want to do a bounty to complete a bounty, like. To, oh, we've got new bounties. They're called medals, and I, we've we've went over this. We confessed a lot about this that week, but um, yeah, there is no reason to run endgame content as a PVE player unless you. This season, the only reasons to do that were, I guess, if you were doing trials and you needed a highlight level, well, or if you were falls. and grandmaster is the other thing. Yeah, I didn't uh, even touch them. I, you remember you I said you were a, planning on a, trying to level for him, but I was going to, and then I realized how long it would take. And um, yeah, that ten twenty five like, is a real barrier because, like, I just yeah, didn't it's care rough to you know grind that much. <laughs> well, it's like oh great, I got my like fourth energy weapon from Garden, <laughs> and there were so few pinnacle sources that it was like. This just and the content for them isn't even that pleasant. Like it was just, why am I doing this? Especially because pinnacle grinding was like, so next season, you know, it's going to be like the pinnacle ceiling will be like the powerful ceiling. So like, who fucking cares? Yeah, <laughs> like, this is why I never do the pinnacle grind and why I think the pinnacle grind is stupid because it's like it's it is, such a yeah. tiny little increase for such a temporary bonus. I don't even like temporary artifact power grinding. I think the I think the whole system right. is just bad at, at at present. Like I would rather have it just be like maybe not the fifty power jumps we used to have, but like I don't know, at least 30, 40 of just like kind of normal grinding. Because I just don't I don't see the benefit in the current system. No, it's it's weird. I mean, I like the mod aspects of the artifact. Yes. Um yes. and I like that you yeah. can like, you know, do different builds. Um, with different seasons and god if i start playing again next season i'm gonna have to get used to not being able to do my uh warlock like rune nuke option with uh <laughs> with storm collar but you could do you could do one with with solar but the storm one basically falls apart the second the season rotates out well the solar one though isn't that just the mod that sometimes generates yeah yeah i know it's 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 I've had a little success with uh, Sunbracers, Top Tree, Dawn, uh, Dawnblade, and then Sunshot, and yeah. it's a lot more of the the room clearing. But the problem is you're giving up an exotic DPS slot yeah. that you'd use something like Xenophage and like a raid. So it's not then it just starts to fall apart, which is the problem. Uh, yeah. But I don't I don't know. I think the I, I played a I tried the Grandmasters twice and both times i failed pretty miserably <laughs> uh-huh. i'm like i'm like 1018 i think uh and, and i'm normally fine doing underleveled activities i like the the challenge but 
it's just it's such a bummer that the rewards at the end are like in no way or reality worth my time and effort to to like power through it outside of like i guess maybe the title is like the only thing i the only reason i can see trying to like grind them yeah, it's the title, right? I actually didn't even get Almighty this season because <laughs> the one I didn't triumph. want to do the yeah, yeah, I didn't want to do that one triumph, which was a terrible game design decision. Like there is no justifying that because they <laughs> ah, themselves kind of admitted uh, public events. Well, here you go. We're going back to that yeah. two years later. God, God, why? Um, so let's talk about I guess what we do know, or I guess what we know about the new expansion because we don't really know anything right. about season 11 and, okay so to, to start that off i think my theory is growing that i think these are teasers for the new season um okay like i okay. i don't think that this is all for fall stuff i just think that the two are very heavily tied together so okay. what i can foresee happening is like we get some story stuff with drifter and eris and you know at the, at the beginning of this where they're exploring europa and like maybe whatever this season's activity is 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 on Europa, but it's like a contained little, you know, my, my whole deep yeah. stone right. crypt idea. Like maybe that's just an activity in in the place, but it's not a patrol zone. And then fall comes around, and like it expands, the conflict expands, and oh, now here you can go explore all of Europa. Um, that is kind of like I don't. Th- there's a reason that they're waiting to reveal anything until like an hour before the season goes live. Uh, so like, I have to just believe that they're so intimately tied together that you can't really talk about one without talking about the other. And I, I think this, the, the, the videos we're seeing are probably that, that might even be like the season intro for all we know. Like, mm. um, I mean, it, it could be fall. I'm not sure, but I think they're going to talk more about the season than they will about the fall. Uh, so far. I want to, I want to get your take on the pyramid ships because uh, Merritt, I and Steven, we've talked about them, kind of what our guesstimates are for what they're going to be next season. And I'm kind of curious, where do you think they fit in? Do you think they're just going to be story elements? Do you think they're just going to be background elements? Or do you think they're going to have kind of more gameplay uh, additions, I suppose, uh, for this season? Since we, I mean, we've been watching the dots move (laughs) across that screen for like 13 weeks. Just the payoff has to be something at this point, right? It has to be more than just the skybox change yeah i i'm i'm very curious as to what's going to happen because i know i cannot see them like surprise launching a sixth race in like a season like right. that just that strikes me as is something that would not happen so if if we are fighting you know quote unquote the darkness i think it's going to be like agents of the darkness like vex or lord knows this is the time to reuse frozen hive i guess like, <laughs> <so> like <laughs> i mean this this i mean this could be like a savathun thing for all we know like you know as an agent of the darkness um i i would be a little surprised if it was more deep than that and i feel like the war aspects of it are going to be more like cutscene based rather than like I, I i just can't imagine the pyramids sending down like waves of, of veil or whatever they're going to end up being called um right. this season i mean it would be a nice surprise it's just that we haven't seen anything like that i it would be cool to kind of have like a compromise where it's like maybe just periodically like you encounter like one veil unit <laughs> like just every you mm. know every so often or something yeah. as a tease but I, I my guess is like the pyramids form some sort of like holding pattern near jupiter and like are gearing up to fight and then we have to find some secret weapon on europa that will help us in the in the coming fight and then the big stuff will all go down in uh the next uh, the fall expansion and then we'll get the new race we'll get my latest theory is maybe a new subclass uh and then 
it'll kind of escalate from there. I But yeah, I, I genuinely don't know who we're going to actually be fighting on Europa, which seems totally abandoned. Like, I don't know what enemy race it would make sense to be there. So I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah, I think uh, it's possibly Vex. Taken, I guess, would maybe make sense. Possibly Taken. Io, Io, also Jupiter, possibly... Yeah. Possibly Cabal, although... No more Cabal, Lord. No more Cabal, please. <laughs> please, but, no more Cabal. But the Ice Reapers. Remember the Ice Reapers? No. What? Ice Reapers? No. They're from uh, D1. Are they like a faction of Cabal? Yeah, they're like these that Scions. Kind of, that would be a little bit neat to um, see like an, uh, uh, an Ice variant of the Cabal. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I, I would be. A, would I be would be okay. surprised if they even did that for like a seasonal <laughs> thing. Like so, Icefying my, my guess is race. Vex. My guess is... My guess is Vex are taken if we had to pick well, from like wait. the existing. So this past season was Cabal, I guess. Cab- not really. Yeah. Not Cabal. It's everybody. It was a mix because they kept like the bunkers yeah. had rotating enemies. It was like Cabal, yeah. Fallen, Vex. And then it was ro- it was rotating on the public events, too. But it wasn't like I mean, Cabal's technically the main threat, but we have an exact right. you know, there's no story mission. So all we're doing so, is just rotating between three races. Yeah. Speaking of Cabal, uh, What's your take on the the fourth Scion sister uh, from the last season who was supposed to get revenge for the the Triune or whatever? So some people think that the the Scion that uh, Zavala kills in the season opening cutscene for this season was her, and like that's it. Um, and if that's the case, I feel like that's very. <laughs> anticlimactic. But I, I guess I'm confused. I thought is is the Scion getting revenge not the one like. Steering the Almighty into Earth. I don't think there is. Well, um, that one's or she dead. Was and she died. So, so well, it's a big so ship. Either either that was her and she died, uh, or that wasn't her. I mean, my, my ultimate goal was that my hope was we were going to have some sort of story mission on the Almighty where we have to like set up a targeting right. beacon or something. But like that's there's no way that's going to happen now. It's too late. Like I, I understand FOMO, but they're not going to introduce like a mission on Friday that ends on Tuesday. Like that's yeah, that's a little no, too that would far. Be- so. I mean, I mean, yeah, but they also like in uh, on on Twitter, uh, somebody asked the season of the Warriors about to end, and so far nothing's happening. And they they message so far, so I guess if it's not a story mission, do you think they do something like Fortnite, where it's like a live in game event where you get to watch us like blast the Almighty out of the sky, and then everybody just goes home and it's fine, we're all good, everybody. Um, like no, for two reasons. <laughs> First, I don't think they can technically do that. Like, I don't think, I don't they, think have they have the ability the to do an event yeah. like that right. uh, at this point. Like, and it's not just—I mean, Destiny's code is like a mess by itself. But like, we're, we don't really even see that across other games besides Fortnite to that extent, where it's like blowing something up, having it like damage the map in real time. Like, pretty much no other game can pull that off. Um, and I, but I do think there will be. So okay, the theory I have is. Sometime this weekend, probably at one of the resets, there will be we'll log in and be like, it's time to fire the whatever thing. And then we're going to have a cutscene. I think we got a glimpse of that cutscene um, in the season trailer where it shows the Felwinter helmet like looking up into the air. So I, I think that'll be our guardian wearing whatever we're wearing, like staring at the sky and Rasputin fires the laser. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think it'll it'll break or damage the Almighty, and then I I do subscribe to the theory that the tower may suffer some sort of lasting damage. I mean, maybe not anything that's a huge deal, but just some sort of like 
environmental change um, based on like right, glitches yeah. and a couple things I've heard. But like, yeah, yeah. So and then you go down to the tower and survey the damage and get an emblem or whatever it is. So that would that would still be cool. And that's that's more than they usually do with like environment changes like happening in real time. But I, I don't think they can go full Fortnite at this point and nor do i ever really right. think they can do that do that to that extent with the current engine they've got because because right now the only the only two things that happened at reset besides the dots moving were the the darkness whispers in garden were significantly louder when you go through the portal and you can see the almighty uh for the second week it's much closer now uh i feel like this should have been something that should have happened way earlier but i mean it's nice to see it's cool to, to finally actually like kind of look up and see it like once a <laughs> yeah so what's gonna happen is like all of the rasputin bunkers are gonna like rise out of the ground and they're gonna be these big weird giants and they're all gonna lift up their hands and like (laughs) and stop the almighty and then we'll go teleport there and fight a child uh and it'll be really fucked up you're really uh, on this you really want this to be majora's mask so bad i mean just it should have been closer i feel like like we we have the robots to push it up clearly it, it, mean, sh- it should have been a thing happening all season. Like they, I, like I, yeah, I get exactly. how like space travel works and like it's going so fast to get from Mercury to here. But like there should have been like okay, we damaged its. En- that should have been a mission. We should have gone and like damaged its engines to slow it down, but not stop it. And then for like the last two months, every week at reset, it gets like ten percent closer. And then like this yeah, week, exactly. it's like enormous. And now it's like oh shit, like time. Yeah, to- <laughs> like why not do that yeah. instead of the uh, instead of the Doritos? You know. I, I mean, both would have worked, although the Doritos thing has been weird now because then you go to Anna Bray and she's like, oh, I can't believe we're about to enter the second golden age. Like, this is great. And it's like, what? uh, in your, do you know, do you not know bunker, about the Doritos? We have this massive threat approaching. <laughs> like your guy. Yeah. Like big it's your red buddy. is like telling you, us <laughs> you should Clifford know. the big red dog. Yeah. <sighs> well, what do you expect? <laughs> uh, so I think maybe the nine might. Um, I think Europa may have something to do with the nine. Does it? Because that would, is that, that a would be thing nice. that has come up before. That's that's a thing that's come up before. Uh, the nine think that they might come from Europa uh, or Titan, but there's been nothing about Titan uh, really. <laughs> nothing so. about Titan other than rumors that it might get blown up. But <laughs> besides that, God, R.I.P. I, it, Can we get I an app in the chat well. for if Titan? If anything gets blown up now, it'll be IO because that's where everything is happening. Um, but well, I, I'm still I I am mixed on whether or not something that drastic is is going to happen. But I mean, they got to make room on that that destination map. Well, they, they do. And, <laughs> and on the hard drives, one of the planets. <laughs> but and also, like drives, that, yeah. that raises so many questions. Like, okay, like how do you rewrite? the campaign to like avoid IO and like you're getting rid of the whisper mission and like all these other strikes and a lot of complications with that. Since the last time we had you on the show, I started playing Warframe and I've gotten really deeply into it. And there's so much I love about that game. And one thing that I admire about it is that they're willing to just cut stuff when it's not working. Um, So like they used to have raids in Warframe and they were, Uh, Not that great, and no one played them, and they cut them. And they used to have this weird kind of PvP system where different clans like could own um, different part, like the traversal systems to get between worlds, and it didn't work, and so they scrapped it. And I feel like no one cares about the like the main story of Destiny Two anymore. Like, just give us a recap scene or have Zavala be like, "Oh yeah, the Red War happened. You all remember that, right? When that guy." 
put the traveler in a cage and then we fixed it. Anyway, the darkness is here. Like, I mean, you don't really get anything for it's not like there's a, a key get, like, exotic tied to it or anything. There's right, no there's main... exotics that you get in other ways. There's like right. maybe some emblems and stuff, but like that to me is one of the things that I feel like is kind of hobbling the game right now is that it's just getting so unwieldy and there just isn't that willingness to cut stuff except stuff that's like a seasonal event and then it's gone. Um, but even that, <laughs> nobody they've said, likes that idea. <laughs> nobody likes that either. Yeah. Uh, and those, I think they've said like, you know, you'll be able to do like things like the sundial again in the future. Like those, those activities will still be there. So I don't know how you juggle that. And it then again, seems... it's like, do you really want like Vex Offensive still here or like right. <laughs> the Seraph Towers God. at this point? Like I never want to do another oh Seraph God. Tower as long as I live. <laughs> so it's it, it gets into kind of weird territory. I, I think they have to prune selectively, not just like, uh, like either like, OK, this new thing is leaving or like the oldest thing is leaving. Like if something works, keep yeah. it like keep, like menagerie should never be cut. Reckoning, exactly. Maybe you can cut reckoning, <laughs> like it's <laughs> or, or things yeah, like yeah. that. Nobody, yeah. nobody cares about or gambit. Like, you can get rid of gambit. Some, like some, no, that's what I mean. And like this is what it, about the game becoming unwieldy. It's like you have all these like they're all announcing all these things. And people are like, well, what about gambit? And it's like, is that ever going to get an update again, or was that just something that got right. introduced? And it's like I personally don't know how much I believe resources should be sunk into something like gambit or like make like making sure every single vendor has like eight new weapons you know right, for yeah. re- refresh like right. some stuff has to go and i th- i think the game has just built itself up like say you start with 10 things and now we have 100 things but it's like people expect those 100 things to be updated as frequently as the 10 things used to be so and it's yeah. just it's not possible so you kind of had this eternal state of discontentment unless the new stuff that's introduced is, is good enough to make you forget about the old stuff I think a lot of it comes from uh, Destiny's, like Merit said in the the beginning. Is this, this is like a Jenga tower? They've they've stacked so much on top of this core like build that they had that there, it's it can be not only daunting for new players, but even like veteran players like us. There's just so much nonsense uh, that you you normally either have to go through, or there's just lingering around that you'll never ever ever again touch once you're done. When it really comes down to it, like the main things I feel people do are end game content. So setting aside like Crucible and Trials, people do those. So Trials is obviously kind of like in a really bad spot for a lot of people. Uh, it's mainly raids and in dungeons is I would say the only real uh, PVE end game for a lot of players. And even then, it's just like a weekly like you show up, you play like your hour and a half, two hours, and then you vanish into the darkness. Like that's that's your entire Destiny experience. And I I don't know if you can fix that right now. I think that that's something kind of intrinsic in the bones of Destiny is that the game will always be unwieldy uh, as it stands. Unless they honestly are like serious about cutting content, I, I can't see it like really get improving a ton. I think they need to work on slimming down more and like better. Yeah, like absolutely. in certain ways, like, okay, like, comp- like you want Reckoning to still be relevant. Compress all of that into one activity guarantee a weapon drop every time like you want forges to be relevant like eliminate all the ada steps make you know random forge weapons drop when you just go play a forge like 
they yes. have not updated any of this stuff. And like, while it made sense, like when the season was there, like it doesn't make sense now. Like I'm trying to walk one of my like new light friends through all this old content. And like, we got, we did all the stuff and like the steps are just so convoluted. Then we get to like menagerie and he's like, what are Imperials? And I'm like, Oh, oh my man. god! I don't even have any idea how to find those oh or what god. to do about those. Then he has to get all the runes, yeah. and it's like, no, just simplify this. Like, yeah, stuff can be relevant if it's if it's updated, and th- that's not even like new loot. That's just like streamlining the systems within. But that, again, that's probably like a bungee coding thing where they can't right. just like scrape all that stuff out and still have it be functional. So, I'm I'm amazed that Menagerie has never been updated. Like even that's just like the a loot, gold that line. is wild. It it's, is truly yeah, wild. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's probably one of, if not the best activity they've introduced in the game outside of raids and dungeons. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun thing to do just with friends or with randoms. All the encounters are really entertaining, even if you do them multiple times because there's so many. Like the fact that it's never gotten a loot uh, refresh or a power increase or anything at it's all is, is so disappointing. It's very strange. It's like one of the best designed events in the game, just from like the fact that you can kind of like choose what you're going to get when you, you know, finish it to like the fact that it's like a raid that you don't need like to communicate for. Yes. That is hard uh, to design too. Like to have yeah, mechanics yeah. that you can kind of just fail your way through and like the failure state there is just it takes longer. Like you won't unless it's right, right you yeah. won't fail. And that is that is right. very hard. I don't think we give enough credit. That's hard design. And why we we yeah. rarely see that. I mean, they kind of did like mini menagerie with Sundial, and I like Sundial. I mean, it wasn't as good as menagerie. Yeah, Sundial but it, was okay. It was good. So it's that's tough to design, but that's that's what I want to see more of from them. And those are the activities I wouldn't mind sticking around for the longer term. I feel like it's very unlikely, but just some kind of reset button at this point. And maybe that's just destiny three, which I don't think is coming anytime soon. I feel like people still believe like, Oh, destiny three. And it's like, no, it's not. This is, this is an MMO now. They're not not releasing a sequel anytime soon. But like the problem with that is that like they are unwilling slash unable. And I think a lot of it is unable to be honest, to radically rehaul anything to just take a look at things that aren't working and say, these aren't in the game anymore. And we're just like pressing reset and like aggressively cutting all of this stuff that doesn't work or compressing it. Uh, Like you say, like, oh, there's one reckoning tier now and it, you know, gives a weapon every time. Um, There's an easier way to get that armor that's completely irrelevant (laughs) unless you play prime all the time, which like, why are you doing that? I mean, they are doing that actually. They're compressing prime and gambit into one of those two modes which oh right yeah they have talked about that probably be prime but i just i mean even just like now that we're talking kind of looking back like even our decision i remember like was it season of the drifter when we had to pick between the drifter and and the vanguard and it was and it was sold up as this big story decision and really the only difference is now he either calls you a snitching gambit or he doesn't call you a snitching gambit to be fair that is hilarious there is (laughs) is a very important There's a very important difference, uh, which is that during Halloween, if you were Team Drifter, he gave you some chocolate. That is true, yes. <laughs> and he's just ni- that, he's nicer that was to you the in payoff. general. Like whenever there's that like new Drifter lines, thing, he's nicer yeah. to you. <laughs> right. Uh, I, would, 
Oh, that's what, that's what I'm hoping. Whenever I whenever I see the Drifter in any kind of like future content, I'm always hoping that that choice will end up coming back to like play a big story. I think, it, I think it will. Like, I don't believe the really 4chan so. leak where it's like, ah, the Drifter's choice is going to be so essential now. But like, I bet it'll come up. Like, I, I think they know enough to at least have it referenced in some way with this storyline if he's involved. Yeah. Right. I mean, I had that. I wrote my like my whole fanfic thing prior to season of the worthy <laughs> about how I wanted that that choice to come back, and uh, it was you know it was going to involve Saint and uh, uh, what's his name uh, Aldrin and all this mm. stuff. And uh, I the problem read with that. fanfic is like the the real life one. Uh, the real life content often isn't as uh, I was so sad we, we didn't get a Saint and Aldrin friendship season. Like I know that right? was perfectly that- set up and just I mean. I don't know when we're going to hear from Aldrin, if ever. Like, <laughs> oh, I really hope so, because Aldrin's probably one of the most interesting character arcs right now yeah. in the in the game as far as like a villain, I guess, is he gets corrupted, he realizes at the very end, and then he gets reborn as a guardian who's basically disgraced. And that's, that's this genuinely interesting plot point is a guardian who's who, outside of Osiris, who's been disgraced and... Uh, who doesn't have a place in our in our group anymore and he's just living outside the fucking walls like a hobo and i really i really want to come back to that i so desperately want to know what the next step is but i feel like that's just another plot thread that's not really going to get resolved until either a uh, the fall expansion or like sometime in like 2021 when they dedicate a season to aldrin and make him the new hunter vanguard yeah Yep. That would be awesome, but <laughs> but but people, <laughs> no yeah, no, I mean, you know, definitely make him the next Hunter Vanguard. But then I feel like people will be like, but he killed Kate. It could, and it's it like, could be well, this fall. I don't know. Like that seems like a fall well, storyline. Well, he didn't line. really though. It does, yeah. Because if Mar- Mara really comes back, Kate. which I assume she will either this season or in the fall, like he mm-hmm. has to be relevant to the story by then, and they have to replace the Hunter Vanguard at some point. So like that has to be addressed. They really do. <laughs> I, I really, really imagine they just have like a mop with with, with like a hunter helmet on it. Uh-huh. It's like, no, the hunter, the hunter Vanguard's right there, guys. It's fine. It's, it's a Savala like, like shaking it from behind the counter, like, hello, I'm <laughs> the Hunter Vanguard. Uh, let's do disrespectable things like hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> um God, I yeah. I would love, you know some story stuff to come back like of all the hanging threads i don't think the almighty is still there was the one that anyone was like desperate to have resolved but uh is this season coming up is season 11 the one that they've been saying things are going to really pop off i think it's it's true because why else would they be having this reveal and the secret stuff the way it is but i'm not expecting the season itself to be like like have twice the content of like the last two it's seasons. Gonna be like sure. a prologue. Yeah. It's going to be like a prologue. Yeah. So the yeah. fall expansion basically. Yeah. That I makes mean, sense. I mean, all of the, all of the, the TWAB updates the past few weeks have been generally really, a really well received and I'm on board with the majority of them. The, the, the weapon, uh, mod, the weapon, uh, perk situation, I still think is really weak. And, and, and the, the, uh, Nerf gun makes or nerf gun shooting faster is not the answer they need right now, but uh, I mean generally I think even what they're planning for the fall expansion if it if it all clicks it should be uh, one of their better ones since Forsaken because I don't know Shadow Keep's kind of it's fun I generally enjoyed Shadow Keep for a little bit but it's I don't know it's compared to Forsaken which is obviously bigger but compared to to Forsaken it just looks so 
un- like just not meaty enough in terms of just content, uh, even like compared to the Dreaming City, which has had so much to do in it that was interesting. Yeah. Oh man, Dreaming City. I I could only hope we get something as cool as the Dreaming City <laughs> again, but we'll see. <laughs> now, now, Europa, I, I have probably to ask not so question. much, but I, I have to ask one question, yeah. Paul. Because I saw I saw it on on Twitter a while back. Have you finally? beaten garden of salvation yes i did oh not, wait not have only, you not done not it not only have i beaten it i did it on a divinity run too so Ooh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. that's a tough one that's a tough yeah, one it took Having forever because like the a- last time we did it i was doing i was doing it with my new life buddies and he had like he was trying to do dps with a hammerhead and so like we were at the boss and like Ooh. he had like 10 percent of the damages everyone and like he didn't know how to socket like recovery mods in his armor and i'm like man because <laughs> originally we were going to do last wish and then we we found out he didn't own forsaken <laughs> So we're like, oh, we'll do Garden because he had had Shadowkeep. And then that kind of ended up being a disaster. But yeah, we finally beat it. I love that raid. That's probably one of my favorite raids. Um, It's a good raid. I'm sad I haven't gotten enough armor to drop yet because I love that set. But It's a good set, yeah. yeah. But you really do need that third energy weapon. Trust me. Um, Yeah, and the the steps for Divinity, too. uh, Really fun. Like in the raid when you're like doing all the weird aligning of links and stuff it can be kind of frustrating yeah. but when you're with people who know what they're doing especially that last part where you're all kind of like doing this weird like line dance of like switching around <laughs> it's like very fun yeah yeah absolutely what, did, did you have a did you have a favorite encounter uh in in the raid itself because there's, there's some pretty good ones in garden all things considered um i mean the boss is stressful but like i think it's probably one of my my more favorite boss encounters like just the coordination it requires and like the different roles. And like, I was always like a gambit moat runner, which was fun. And then rebuilt. Well, mm-hmm. the tethers can be kind of screwy. So that part isn't the most yes. yeah. fun, but I found, I don't know if you had a, well, like you didn't really need to have all that many platforms anyway. So it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't so bad, but um, yeah, no, it's, like, it's just um, such a great raid in general. Yeah. The, uh, the mid boss, uh, when you're trying to draw it out and then uh, kill it, Oh, I don't yeah. know. That, that feels really enjoyable to me because the first half of that is like can be kind of a pain. And then the second half when you have to like babysit it and like care, like clean up its puke and stuff. Uh, and then but then when you get that chance, when you get that damage phase and get a chance to just pay it back for all the fucking misery it's caused you. It's like so satisfying to just run after this thing and like unload into it. Yeah. 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 Good raid. Good raid. Also, the garden is like one of my favorite locations aesthetically oh, in destiny it's gorgeous oh yeah i took uh, so many screenshots <laughs> uh the when you come up over the vista after this the first like boss fight and you go into the final oh my encounter, god yeah this is just it's one of it literally like made my jaw drop the first time i saw it it was it was so they are it's Probably next to last, I would say even more last was their their best looking raid in terms of just visual aesthetic uh, and design of the different rooms and the different encounters. Uh, but I mean, congratulations! You you finally you you have officially <laughs> was that the first time I, you had actually done that's it? Not the first time I've beaten it because I tried it the other time and I oh, didn't. Okay. So like, one of my my secrets is that I don't raid very often, and when I do get around to raids, it's like pretty far down the line, but. I've now kind of assembled more of a regular rating team, so I've mm-hmm. been doing it a lot more lately. And really, there's nothing else to do. So, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And I definitely wanted Divinity. I'm just sad I can't get the ornament. Although now from today's twab, like they might start selling some of the old ornaments again. So I'm hoping oh, yeah. the Sky, whatever Sky Perdition or whatever it's called, comes back. So, so I can give Bungie money. I don't understand why they don't just always sell the ornaments. Like it's it's wild it's to like weird. get a gun and just be like, 
oh, where's that ornament? Can't buy it? All right, yeah. well, I'll keep my like, 10 bucks then. All right, then. I guess sure. you don't get my money then. Yeah. <laughs> like, sh- please take my money. No? Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the TWAB, we did get one before the uh, season, uh, before we recorded. Uh, generally, uh, pretty pretty normal one, but as far as raids go, they are increasing the drop rate of 1k, uh, 1,000 voices, anarchy, <laughs> and the Scourge Sparrow. Finally, uh, again, because people are still doing this raid oh 80 times God. and not getting it. Um, I have no experience in that whatsoever, <laughs> but it's fine. I would love to get anarchy. That would uh, be great. So it starts now at it starts now at 10%, uh, what it basically is. And then uh, over 20 clears, you can get up to a max of 50% of the drop. So you still got to work for it, but at least right. like your chances are going to get a little better each time, I, which I yeah. think I yeah. think that's what it should have been, yeah. I guess, uh, from the beginning. Like that seems like a very fair uh, balance is like 20 clears of the raid and you're pretty much got a 50% chance of getting the exotic. I feel that's fair as opposed to it being like 80% 80 clears and you have still like a 2% chance. Yeah, I know people who still don't have 1kv and they've run Last Wish like 50 times which is just like that you should not have to do that. Like that's unhinged. Like that's just yeah, well, that's cruel that at, at that just point. They're doing these quests where it's like, uh, do the puzzle, you know, guarantee drop for the thing. Like, which yeah. is good. I don't. I, I mean, I don't hate RNG because it gives you it gives you a reason to run a raid multiple times. But like five percent right, yeah. is like cruel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And with like no no protection. Um, yeah. Bad luck well, protection. Yeah, now there, now yeah. there is, which is great. So. I wouldn't mind if they went right. back to that instead of having to design some mini quest for every raid for an exotic, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mentioned this in uh, a tribe a couple of weeks ago, I think, but the season 11 armor is not going to be in the. Uh, it... No, actually, I'm confused. They say they've shifted the season 11 armor to be a gameplay reward for aspirational content. When they say season 11 armor, do they mean the stuff that's been like in the. Um, the season pass? No, no, no. So what the, what they're doing is whatever the Eververse set was going to be, the ornamental set, they're now making that a drop from some seasonal activity in addition okay, to, I think, whatever right. they're going to do, which is good. So like the coat just, in this yeah. season. I'm a little concerned that it won't, it'll just be armor now and it won't be an ornament. Yeah. So like then I can't, then we have all the usual problems with armor sets. Yeah, so exactly. I'll probably end up using it less. <laughs> Uh, although, I mean, yeah. it's better to reward things in-game than out-of-game, but I, I would rather sure. them just have some sort of quest line you went through to get the ornament rather than, ah, here's a 53 right. drop of this helmet like six, you know, mm-hmm. 60 times over the course of the season, which is what Especially I can see happening. We're, so- like, we're getting transmog eventually, but, you know, who knows when that's going to yeah. actually show up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at least, I mean, they're, they're at least trying to ease Eververse out because they also informed us... Uh, you can get 2,300 Bright Dust now from completing the Season Pass, which, you know, is great. That's basically a, an exotic and a legendary uh, set or a piece from from when they, they go on sale. I mean, we've, we've needed better outlets for Bright Dust for a long time after everybody got gutted during Season of Opulence for spending thousands of them to make Talos happy. I, I, like, I had such oh a God. dick move. I, like, I actually appreciate it. Like, I respect how much of a dick move that was. God. Like, 2300 still not enough to get to like a good emote. Yeah. Callus <laughs> needs your bright dust. <laughs> and then they uh, they've nerfed the the powerful friends armor mod. Uh, will no longer stack. 
I didn't know uh, it stacked. I didn't even know it did. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that either. Too. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like oh, oh, this is a good deal anyway, just to get like 20 yeah. mobility. That's great. I don't care about the, I had no the other idea parts it of it, stack, but yeah. I didn't know it stacked. It makes so wow. much more sense why everyone is so like into it now. I'm like, it's fine. Like, oh, cool, mobility, whatever. But now I get it. Yeah, I, I didn't understand why everyone on Twitter was freaking out when like the one like day it was on sale at Banshee and they're like, oh, oh yeah, the, the powerful friends is like, everybody grab it now. And I'm like, what? why? What's it? It's fine. I mean, it's a yeah, fine thing. But like, why is everyone losing yeah. it? That that makes sense. And then uh, enhanced auto rifle loader, enhanced fusion rifle loader and enhanced bow. <laughs> A loader uh armor mods will not have a chance to drop from pinnacle mod sources which feels like a nod that those are going to be the weapons and the artifact yeah because there's there's that's so specific that only those three would <laughs> yeah. get uh would get added that there's no way that those aren't the the next weapons and then the uh, trials people can be happy because they're still trying to fix this token situation which has been I don't know how I felt about the changes to that. I don't know. It sounded like no tokens at the end of matches. Eh. Yeah, that's... Yeah, you have to win now. That feels like it's encouraging really high-level teams to just stomp on people Well, it's also, it's like bad for someone like me where I'm like, I'm struggling to get to three wins, but like, at least when I got to three wins, I'd be like, oh, I got 60 tokens now. Like, (laughs) you know, I can actually dump them. And like, yeah, some weeks I get nothing, but... Now it's like I could fail my way to getting one drop of the whatever the weekly thing is. But if I've been losing that much and not completing enough bounties or whatever it is, like I'll have a lot less drops overall as like a lower skill trials player. That's that's the way I'm interpreting it, which kind of sucks. I'll be honest. I kind of like just gave up on trials like after the second week. Like I was all for it like like everyone else the first week. Uh, the farthest I've ever gotten was four wins, and that was the first week. Yeah. And after that, like, I've never gotten past three. I got, like, I get, I got five wins I haven't with even true tried. Vanguard. <laughs> that, that was my cap. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, even he couldn't get me flawless. So. Wow. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't even touch Trials um, because I was so scared. But like a lot of stuff this season that I haven't touched. Uh, oof. Oof. Yeah. But, I mean... Look, I mean, there's a lot still. I mean, I, I, I mean, we obviously all of us don't like. We've said it before. Don't be like like being negative uh, about Destiny. It's obviously a game that's very near and dear to all of us. But I mean, so let's in the in the sake of trying to be positive, like, what are you? What in the next season is setting aside what we know from the Twabs and the spoilers? What like are you looking for within, I guess, reason uh, from season eleven uh, for content or just general like items or activities that you'd want to kind of see brought back? Mm. I'd, I mean, big. I'm, I'm hoping for big narrative developments, which seems almost yeah. inevitable. But I mean, you never really know with this game. And like, if it's if it's just Drifter and Eris, and it's them focused on them, that that could be a cool season by itself. Like, we don't normally get more than two or three characters speaking in a season anyway. So I, I'd be a little surprised if it was more of a cast than that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm hoping for just just some sort of PVE activity that is more substantive than. Legendary Lost Sectors or the Bunkers or Seraph Towers, like mm-hmm. something more like Sundial than that. Not Sundial exactly, but, you know, the Deepstone Crypt or whatever, where you farm that in, in the assembly line of Exos and it says some sort of activity there, like something like that. Uh, 
exo-themed weapons and armor could be cool. If mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm still cool. really leaning heavily on my deep stone crypt theory, which may not pan out in the least. But so I don't, I don't know this one. It, it, it's it, where the exos yeah, come so from. The, the elaborate kind of. theory was like all all the clues they had given us so far pointed to to both Saturn and the deep stone crypt. Except all the Saturn clues now ended up being Europa clues. Uh, the deep stone crypt is supposed <laughs> to be. On and and I don't know how to say it. Enceladus, I think it's a moon of Titan, um, but I think they could have retconned it okay. to just be on Europa, and that's that's where all the Exos were born. But um, we had this whole ending, season-ending storyline of Rasputin and Fellwinter, and like the Deep Stone Crypt is name dropped by Anna once in the season, and then it during in the Fellwinter lore. So I. I, I'm wondering if, if all these clues are pointing towards like, ah, we got to find a secret weapon buried from the Dark mm. Age in the Golden, you know, in the Deepstone Crypt. And that that could be where this is going as a as both a connection to this season and something to do this fall and as an activity we can do. Um, that's my hope. Mm-hmm. But, you know, last season I was predicting Prison of Elders is going to come back. <laughs> so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah. Now... Can uh can either of you sort of just recap that last story, maybe for people who uh uh, like myself, didn't do the Fellwinter's Light quest uh, because okay. we were just yeah yeah yeah. Done. Um, so the the Fellwinter's quest was once upon a time uh, we did a thousand Seraph towers on repeat. No, but mm-hmm. so the problem with that quest is all the steps before the actual story stuff really sucked, and but the lore yeah. of the story quest was was very cool, and the gist of it was that like way back in I think the Golden Age, uh, Rasputin made his own like. He calls it his son in the form of Fellwinter and Exo. He's he's like robot Jesus, yes, right? Literally, yeah. <laughs> and whether it's just like a piece of Rasputin himself or his actual kid, like who knows how freaking war minds work. But he he sent him among the the guardians to like learn their or sent him among the people to learn their ways and stuff. Uh, and then the collapse happens, and, and I think he died, and then he was resurrected as a guardian. But then once that happened, he started to kind of like splinter. And like break away from Rasputin and like focus like mainly on like helping humanity. And so Rasputin was like, ah, fuck that. And then like tried to start hunting him down. And so there's all these lore entries about him sending like uh, machine armies and war mines at him. And like it's it's Bellwinter hiding all the, in all these different systems oh, wow. from his kid and like learning about his origins and learning that le- slowly learning who his, you know, quote unquote father was. And then ultimately Rasputin. Uh, set a trap and the trap was Siva and Fellwinter and the other Iron Lords wanted to use Siva to help like rebuild humanity and like as a as a mm-hmm. quick build tool uh, to fix civilization. And so they went, it, they did all the Rise of Iron stuff where they went into the, the tomb or whatever to get it. And then Rasputin killed all of them with Siva. And then the end of the, the Fellwinter quest, you, you go and you see kind of the original core of Rasputin hidden in the moon bunker. And he's got like a little crypt that has like a, a light, a light holograph version of Fellwinter sitting there, like you know, dead. And he gives you the gun that way, and it it's clear like Rasputin kind of feels regret now, like both for like doing nothing during the collapse and like for killing his son. And there's some theories that uh-huh. maybe he's trying to bring him back now. We'll see if that huh. pans out. But it, it it was genuinely one of the best told in in game stories I've I've yeah. seen. It was very good. Um, cool. and it's a shame that. It's two it was weeks buried under a mountain of shotgun kills. Yeah, it, it was buried under a terrible bugged quest, and it's only around for like two or three weeks. So, and then all the stuff is going away. The bunkers are leaving, so people just will literally never get to experience it unless they watch it on YouTube, which 
absolutely sucks and is one of the reasons that sunsetting is bad. So, yeah. Sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> no, that's great. That sounds really cool. God, watch it on YouTube. <laughs> or do yeah, it really fast you. in the next, you know, four days here. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad Siva was brought up. I was really hoping we'd see more Siva this season. With I thought that was my running theory, is we were going to start to see a lot more Siva. Maybe we'd use Siva or in some capacity to deal with the Almighty or the Cabal. Because we had just had the Siva ornaments, mm-hmm. it just seemed like a, a lot of it was pointing towards that. I mean, it is interesting that the the story is a little bit shifted now in perspective that uh, Rasputin used Siva to just murder his kid uh, <laughs> out, of, out of just yeah, pure spite wow. at this point, which is actually pretty big. It's a pretty big deal, and it's kind of uh, impressive that we're still trusting him to do this. That he's that like petty, but I mean. I, I do agree with Paul as far as like their in-game story. It's definitely definitely one of their better and one of their best uh, moments. Well, you want and another kinda... theory. In the Eris trailer, there are red veins in the ice and there are rumors that there's oh. like a facility buried Ooh. in the ice or something buried in the ice. So if we are doing a whole Deep Stone crypt thing, like maybe it's it's a SIVA cache or like a it's, you know, Rasputin's rebuilding his own Deep Stone crypt with SIVA. Like that's pretty far-fetched, but it's possible. <laughs> And Bungie is Bungie has made note of, of feedback that people want more Siva storyline things. Um, mm-hmm. So that I mean that could have that could be what we just got, and that like kind of finishes the story of Siva, or they could be doing something larger with it. So we'll see. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm I'm as far as like what I I, I mean really. I know Bungie's limited in terms of what they can obviously do, and COVID-19 is not helping in any capacity, I imagine. I can't even imagine trying to to manage a game like Destiny under those under normal conditions, let alone this. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm with... Uh, I, I just want a good PvE activity. I want something like the Menagerie. That's like the main... I, I'm not looking for a raid. Uh, I know that's a little... Those are pretty much going to be a one-a-year thing now, or even like a dungeon... But I would really like something along the lines of the Menagerie. Maybe not obviously exactly like it, but I think we need, especially after Seraph Towers, we need, like, the community desperately needs a good uh, activity for the season to really pull people back. Because I'm worried that if this season does not deliver, like, especially with them hyping it up way when Shadowkeep released, I feel that it may like be a straw that breaks the the community's back from them not playing at all until the fall expansion eventually drops. I think a lot of it's going to come down to uh, how these initial like first few weeks are going to go in in June with the season. Well, five days till we find out. <laughs> yeah, because I I, I mean I, I'm not expecting anything other than maybe another teaser before God, then, but. I keep forgetting the season's like ending. It is weird because <laughs> like, like normally days. we would have been talking about like, oh, what's on the roadmap or like, you know, what yeah, <laughs> what's yeah. was in the twab. But I I dig it. I mean, I think I think they'll drop all that stuff like it pretty much as soon as the season hits, because like, I don't think they're going to like completely abandon the roadmap idea because at some point they are going to have to sell it to skeptical people. And right, after this yeah. season, there's a lot of skeptical people. So like we all might buy it sight mm-hmm. unseen or have already bought it. But I think I think once they're able to reveal stuff, they they will give a traditional roadmap and trailer and like they'll do normal promotion for the season, if I had to guess. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. Not that long till uh, till we find out. 
Uh, and I think that's probably a good place to call it. Um, I don't think there's really any other. It's the only game uh, that did anything this week. So it's the <laughs> yeah. only game that did anything. Yeah, no Warframe. We're waiting on stuff. Uh, Borderlands delayed that thing. It delayed it with like 12 Warzone hours to go. I was like, all right. Oh my God. <laughs> it's such wow. a minor update wow. too, but sure. Whatever. Huh. <laughs> That's cool. Fallout stuff is launched. It's fixed. Finally, Fallout 76's Foss Knot, I believe, is fixed. Uh, Final Fantasy still got their thing going that we talked about last week. Elder Scrolls still got Greymore. It's just not, obviously, uh, under the circumstances, we can't expect them to, to release. But yeah, Bungie, the only company that's that's sticking with the plan, probably not because... Uh, they don't. They don't support. Obviously, they've been very vocal, but just kind of they have to at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I mean, I think Paul, you you said that the train's going yeah. at this point. Yeah, and I, you know, I think they flipped the switch and they can't unflip the switch. Yeah, it's not you Fortnite know? where they just reset their countdown timer and yeah. that's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like to get a new Destiny season or shipped is like everyone has to sh- push on a thing until it starts rolling, and then once it does, yeah, uh, there's no stopping it. So. Uh, well, Paul, thanks for joining us again. Oh, thanks and, for having uh, me anytime. And for a, a podcast of wild speculation. That's all I because do. Because <laughs> we, have, we have so little to go on. Yep. So, um, yeah, why not, right? Um, uh, you are on Twitter at Paul Tassi, is that right? That is correct. Cool. And uh, you can read Paul's stuff at Forbes on Destiny. And you write about like Borderlands and other live yeah, games, Borderlands right? Borderlands and... Uh, Sometimes division. I mean, any major game, but I focus on like loot shooters. Even I'm even doing yeah. Minecraft dungeons this week, and uh, oh, wow. oh, and I published a book this week. If anyone wants to go to Amazon, oh. so Ooh, congratulations. <laughs> what is that book called? Uh, it's Hero Killer Two, sequel to Hero Killer, my book before that. So <laughs> it's uh, science fiction, gladiator combats, and I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> cool, awesome, yeah. Very well, nice. cool. Uh, we'll check that out. Uh, you can follow Colin on Twitter at um, Beguiled Gamer. I'm yes. on Twitter at Merrick Kay. You can follow Fanbyte on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. And go to fanbyte.com for more podcasts and uh, articles and all kinds of stuff. Um, so I guess that's it. And uh, until next week, keep those numbers going up. Bye. See, See you. Up.